Hello, and you are listening to Half Hour History, the show where you might learn something, but we guarantee nothing. I'm Jacinta. I'm Luke. And this time we're talking about... The the Yule Lads. It is Christmas. We are getting Christmassy all up in here. We are jingling those bells, even if you don't want us to. I'm gonna come down your chimney, listeners. Oh boy. And to steal from uh, FP Cast, where I stole from uh, from uh, an ad or something, we are perumper pump pumped for Christmas this year. And I wasn't sure if I was definitely gonna do a half hour history Christmas episode because I'm, you know, lazy. But I found this story and I thought that this was going to be a little cracker, a little Christmas cracker to deliver unto you, our listeners, as a special Christmas gift. Something to slide into your stocking. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, look, I'm excited because I've got to say, you know, it's no secret that I didn't do any research or anything for this show. But apart from just learning the title about a minute ago, (laughs) I have no idea the content of this at all so this is like i can see the box but i don't know what's in it mm. and, and that is a christmas treat for me box. right here as well mm. yeah i'm gonna unwrap this thing mm. and find out what it's all about can i give it a little bit of a shake you can if you want to all right yeah. I wish I had something nearby to shake to make a sound. Oh, you have lots of things. My, that keys, you could are just, shake. my keys are just out of reach. <laughs> Look, if I had the force, it would be fine, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of Christmassy shit that we could have talked about on this episode. You know, there's so many legends and and all that, you know, St. Nicholas and, you know, Krampus, the anti-Santa, the goatee boy anti-Santa. But everybody talks about Krampus. Krampus is fucking boring. What's well, not boring? Die Hard, the true story of Die Hard. Oh, well. The reason for the season. Yeah, I forgot about that one. According Damn. to nerds across the internet. Maybe next year. Uh, when but... John McClane was born <laughs> in a manger. <laughs> In an event. In an event. <laughs> uh, but no, we are checking out the uh, the Yule Lads this the time Yule around. Lads. Oh, another, another Christmassy, legendy thing that I learned about the other day, which I thought was very interesting, not really related to the Yule Lads, but good anyway. Like, like you know Odin, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you know, like, Santa, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's some train of thought that... Um, you know, the kind of Santa legend had come back from very, very long ago and had somehow come from Odin because the idea that, uh, you know, Santa has reindeer. Yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah. He has reindeer. He has eight reindeer. And what does Odin have that has eight of something? A horse. He does have a horse. He With has eight the legs. Eight legged horse sleep near. And if you have eight reindeer, that adds up to eight legs. Uh, it does, but yes, people are considering perhaps the myth has become bastardised among the, the centuries and became from Odin riding his eight-legged horse to be Santa with his eight reindeers. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Blitzen, Donna... Vixen. Cupid, Vixen, Steve. Rudolph. No, Rudolph's the ninth. All right, well, there's a problem. Although, but Rudolph, Sleepnir Rudolph... had a, a ninth leg with a big red... Uh, glow at the end as well. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. yeah. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, you can lay my son tonight. <laughs> oh, no. Like, he was... Sleep near is Loki's son. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he is. Well, the All-Father 
Christmas. Mm. 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 Uh, anyway, the Yule Lads. It is Yule time. Uh, the Yule Lads are some cool Icelandic dudes who live with their mum and dad and cat in a cave and come and hang out with everyone at Christmas time. So their legend is hella old, but a 1932 poem basically cemented like the canon version that's deemed to be pretty cool by everyone. So these guys are kind of like Santas. They're like lots of naughty Santas. So how many of them are there? Because when you first said it, I pictured like these two two guys. There's like 13, I think. All right. Yeah. So there's, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, they're like a Korean boy band. There's just like a million of them. Oh, too soon. <laughs> um, so children, like, you know, Santa gives gifts and, and, and that sort of oh, thing to vaguely. the nice children, yeah. gives coal to the naughty children. Yeah. Um, so kids put their shoes up on the windowsill on each of the 13 nights leading up to Christmas. And if they're nice kids, they'll find that the Yule lads have given them like a lolly or a toy in their shoe in the morning. Um, but if they're bad kids, they might find like a potato or like a copy of Freddy Got Fingered on DVD. Oh, hang on. Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a great film. <laughs> that, that is a Dadaist adventure. It is. I remember watching it when I was too young to properly yeah, appreciate no, it. It's, and it's uh, it was, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. It is Look, certainly a thing. It's one of those like DVD. Urban dead. legend things as a teenager. Dead medium. But uh, otherwise, yeah. I mean, that's why it's a punishment. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Why, yeah. why are they giving a fucking DVD? Why do people punish themselves and still... I know certainly in Australia, still buy DVDs. Yeah. Everyone buys big, big HD screens mm. and then buys media for them, which are of a lesser resolution than their screen. Yeah. I once uh, bought a TV show box set on DVD. I had the option to buy it on Blu-ray, but I bought the DVD just because I like the box art better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm, to be honest... A, you learned a lesson that day, didn't you? No, I didn't because I've never watched them because they're all on streaming anyway. Why would you get a DVD out of a case when you can just watch it streaming? That's right. Yeah. But if, you, if you've got a big HD TV, get some HD media. Get some 4K. Yeah. Up in your grill. Oh, I don't know about 4K. I watched a, an extremely high resolution. Um, I watched a, I watched a Blu-ray on a very high resolution TV, and it was uncomfortable. But that might have had a lot of them have um, like the display. This is so off track, but like mm. the display TVs in JB Hi-Fi have the motion smoothing on, mm. and that's what makes it look like the Hobbit. Oh, okay. That that's what gives it that because it, it's just smoothing. Between frames. Okay. All right. Well, there you yeah, go. See, you, we're, can, you can turn that off. We're learning so much today. Uh, so their mum, Grilla, who is a troll, is not very cool. Okay. So she keeps tabs on all the little kids throughout the year and writes down the names of the naughty little dickheads on her shit list. When Christmas time rolls around, she goes out and collects up all the little pricks in her sack and then she eats them. And according to legend, there is never a shortage of food for Gorilla because kids are pricks. They are. They're like little drunk drunkards. Yeah, they're disgusting. I don't know why anybody keeps them. Now, um, they, they have Santa as well. Is this an independent process? Are the kids getting judged twice? Is it the same rubric? 
on which they're getting judged as to whether they're naughty or nice. Like, could a kid be naughty on Santa's mm. list but nice on the other list? No, I think versa? I think this is an independent thing. Okay, I think yeah. The pictures, all the pictures and stuff of the Yule Lad, uh, like 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 Google contemporary contemporary Yule Lad depictions, they all just look like Santa. So you do your little googling. Um, their dad is just a lazy doll bludger who does nothing. So we're not even going to bother talking about him. But their <laughs> pet cat. <laughs> goes out and he gets his chow on just like their mum. So the Yule cat cruises around the countryside and eats anyone who hasn't received new clothes by the time Christmas Eve rolls around. So it can be socks or undies or whatever, but they need to have something new. All right, that's a fucking scam. That is right there. Yeah, it's about as like that's, Valentine's Day. That's or something. like getting making sure kids are happy to get socks. Mm. Oh well, otherwise you would have gotten eaten by a troll, you dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's teaching children to be See, grateful for fear of death. That's all. There's always a scam. Mm. Always a grift. Next thing you know, they're going to be all cosmetically altered monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> now this is. This is the beginning of the of the uh, Yule Lad poem, but I've got to say I'm pretty sus on the translation because it's really weird to me that an Icelandic poem would then rhyme perfectly in English, but we will persist with this anyway. Um, let me tell the story of the lads of few charms who once upon a time used to visit our farms. They came from the mountains, as many of you know, in a long single file to the farmsteads below. Grilla was their mother. She gave them ogre milk. And the father, Lepaludi, a loathsome ilk. They were called the Yuletide lads. At Yuletide they were due, and always came one by one, not ever two by two. Thirteen altogether, these gents in their prime, didn't want to irk people all at one time. Creeping up all stealth, they unlocked the door. The kitchen kitchen and the pantry they came looking for. They hid where they could, with a cunning look or sneer, ready with their pranks when people weren't near. And even when they were seen, they weren't loath to roam and play their tricks, disturbing the peace of the home. So, we are starting with Yule Lad number one. Okay, look, I'm looking at a picture of them all. Yeah. With their names and their descriptions. Yeah. I know, I know these dudes. Yeah? I've seen this before, and uh, these guys are fucking rad. These are fucking rad. Yeah, so they turn up, you know, one per night starting on the 12th of December, okay? So on the 12th, our first Yule lad, the Sheep Coat Clod, comes visiting. So these guys all obviously have Icelandic names that I absolutely cannot pronounce under any circumstances, so we are going with their English translation. So... The sheep cod cloat, according to the poem, came. he came as stiff as wood to prey upon the farmer's sheep as far as he could. Uh, he likes to suckle on the ewes like a fucking pervert. But like, he fi- like Tom Green but- <laughs> in Freddy Got Fingers. Thank you very much. But he finds it difficult because of his wooden legs. He just doesn't have the, uh, the required mobility to get his, uh, his lips on the titi. Yeah, it says here that he harasses sheep. Yes, so, he um, does. Gosh. What a dirty boy. Like he's from uh, New Zealand or something. Hey, <laughs> mate. Yep. Uh, the 13th of December brings Gully Gawk. If you think Australians don't fuck sheep out there in the, in the, in the, in the farmlands, mm. then uh, you're very naive. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, the cows put up too much of a fight. Oh, that's so it, has it. To, it has to be sheep. Unless you're Tom Green, he can do it. <laughs> Uh, so Gully Gorky waits in gullies for a chance to sneak into the cow shed to slurp the foam off the fresh milk when the milkmaid looks away. That's very evocative language. Slurp the foam. These are really good illustrations I'm seeing of them as well. Mm. Um, nice paintings. And uh, to call them lads is, is very generous. Mm. You know, they, these are old dudes. These are creepy old bearded dudes. Yep. This is a Santa that comes in and uh, I guess the modern equivalent now would he'd, he'd like sneak in your window and drink the milk from your cat's bowl or something. Mm, yeah, or from your cat's boobies. <laughs> They're like 13 drunk uncles dressed yeah. up as Santa. Yeah. On the 14th of December, we have Stubby. The smallest of his brothers, Stubby uses his vertically challenged nature to hide and snatch bits of food from the frying pan, and that's why he's also known as Pan Scraper. Yeah, it says here that he steals pans to eat the crust left on them, which mm. is so unanim- unambitious. Mm. Like, Bart Simpson, underachiever and proud of it, man. Like, you know, nick a pie, especially, there's a lot of pies floating around at Christmas. Mm. Take the whole one, but uh, no, he, he's looking for your sloppy seconds. Mm, yeah, a lot of these um, guys involve, like, the washing of dishes. Like, you could, you know, imagine that. You'd just be like, oh, nah, doll, just leave the pans out. Fucking pot scraper will get them. Oh, well, on December 15th. Well, yeah, on December the 15th, here comes Spoon Licker. Uh, he likes to sneak into houses and lick the wooden spoon used to scrape the pots. Uh, unfortunately, this poor diet of spoon scraps has led to malnutrition and his very gaunt appearance. Poor wee skinny bugger. I like the idea that he just, you know, set the table, will you love? It's Christmas. Everybody's, uh, well, the whole family's here. And then mm. he goes around the place settings and licks all the spoons <laughs> and gives everybody hepatitis. <laughs> gives them, like, troll cooties. Uh, so Pot Scraper is rolling in on the 16th of December. This is different from Pan Scraper. Well, here I've got his Pot Liquor. Well, Pot Liquor, Pot Scraper, same, you know, tomato, He's got a rough little tongue like a cat. (laughs) So this little bugger, he likes to knock on your door, and when you go to answer it, he snatches away the pots that have not yet been washed and licks the food remains from the insides. He does your dishes for you, mm. which, I mean, is nice, but, I mean, you're going to have to double wash because you don't know what sort of uh, business is going on in the mouth of a Yule lad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, not a friendly environment. <laughs> no, I can't imagine that's, uh, that's too good in there. All right, on the 17th, we have another uh, little cleanly lad. We have Bowl Licker. They, they love just licking shit out. They, they, <laughs> they really are, do. They are just mad for it, these Yule lads. Uh, so, like, in the past, Icelandic people ate from littered wooden bowls that they sometimes kept under the bed or on the floor, which, look, is... I mean, that doesn't sound like best practice to me anyway, but Bowl Licker was, was pretty cool with that because he would hide under the bed and if someone put their bowl on the floor, he grabbed it, and what did he do? He licked it clean. The only bowl you're going to find under a bed <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> bed pan. It's a bed pan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the toilet bowl. <laughs> and then on the 18th, 
the top. He's quite fat compared to spoon liquor, so uh, yeah, he's getting his nutrition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the people are obviously leaving a lot more uh, scraps in their bowls than on their spoons. Uh, on the 18th, the total dickhead door slammer turns up. Now, he likes to make a lot of noise, and his favourite is slamming doors, making sure no one gets any rest. So he's like your drunk mate who comes home and knocks into everything and trips over the cat and then spews in the hallway. He is useless. On the 19th, uh, brings Skier Gobbler, who is sick for Skier, which is a kind of yogurt thing. Yeah, right. Uh, he'll sneak into your pantry and eat all the Skier until he gives himself explosive diarrhea and then he probably won't clean it up. So all his other mates oh. are like cleaning, oh. are cleaning fellas. Yeah. And uh, and then Door Slammer and Skier Gobbler are just fucking ruining shit for everybody. I know, it's a shame because Bowlicker already went past on the 17th. <laughs> yeah. He'd be more yeah. useful on the 20th, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, these guys, they, they turn up on their days, but they do hang around for about um, two weeks. So, oh, okay. So, like, uh, our first guy who rocked up on the 12th, he's there from, like, the 12th to the 25th sort of thing. So they, they hang around for a while. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that they say that they don't all kind of turn up at the same time, but, like, in theory, they could. Like, you could just have a house full of these little wretched goblin fellas. Awful. Yeah, it doesn't sound like something you look forward to. No, not really, no. I mean, like, in the past, there was definite sort of indications that they were... Like, I mean, their mum's a shithead and their cat's a shithead, and there was definitely, you know, indications that these guys were kind of shitheads too, but the... Uh, it's become more acceptable to play them off as sort of mischievous characters as opposed to they're going to eat your face because that was, you know, not, not as much fun for, for kids. So on the 20th, everybody's favourite turns up. It's time for Sausage Swiper. Now, he loves to eat sausages and will sit up in your rafters waiting for an opportunity to steal them. And so, obviously, the men of Iceland make sure that they definitely don't sleep in the Nord from the 20th of December. He'll come and swipe their sausage as fast as he likes. <laughs> yeah. I did see one of the illustrations. There's, I don't know if that's the one you've got there, and he's got, like, a garland of sausages around his neck looking very proud of himself. Oh, no, this one's holding a string of them, but kind of... Uh... In both hands. Uh-huh. Oh, he's double fisting. Well, yeah, and uh, yeah, he looks like he's um, <laughs> sort of been doing a screaming eagle, and to a, the tips are touching, oh. which uh, not everyone's into. Yeah, there you go. Oh, good old sausage swiper. Um, the twenty-first. It is time for filthy peeping Tom window peeper, aka bush fapper. <laughs> he likes to uh, peep through the windows in search of something to steal. Uh, so here's your local little resident troll meth head. Lock up your PlayStations, kids. It's the 21st today. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh. A, a time of recording. Yeah. So look out. Yeah, put newspaper over your windows, otherwise uh, window peepers going to steal all of your presents. Uh, on the 22nd, the dirty door sniffer comes around. And you can spot him from miles away due to his huge nose. His nose enters the room before he does. The smell of Christmas cookies and leaf bread is what attracts him to your door, door, uh, doorway. And if you look away, he will attempt to steal some. The doorway sniffer is trying to locate your daughter's bedroom. <laughs> I wonder if, like, 
like all these these weird little things like excuses for kids like you know the kids eat a whole handful of like christmas cookies and shit they're like no mom it was door sniffer that did it could be the other way around like you know you sneak up some cookies to your bedroom doorway sniffer's gonna be right up there in your grill Mm. do you want that well, yeah, exactly. 23rd, it's uh, the children's favourite meat hook. Who murders you with a meat hook? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hangs you up upside down to allow all the blood to drain from uh, your carotid artery. No, um, meat hook, unsurprisingly, is crazy about meat. He will climb onto your roof and lower a long hook through the chimney to try and snag a smoked leg of lamb hanging from the rafters or a piece of smoked lamb from the pot. Um, It's got to be a very bendy, twisty hook. Well, it's magic. Like, you know, he's a troll. Come on, he can can do whatever. Uh, On Christmas Eve, our very last Yule Lad candle stealer comes to ruin everyone's day. So... Back in ye super olden days, candles were really the only source of light at night time. So they were pretty, like, you know, precious. It's, like, really valued. Like, everyone valued having their candles. Um, but old mate, he just rolls in and just eats everyone's candles like a total prick. He's like, my needs are greater than yours. Yeah, it says here, in those days, uh, candles are made of tallow. Mm. So you could eat that shit. Yeah. That's yuck. Yeah, that's disgusting, but, I mean, if you're, you know, what's your other option? Skier? It's like like watery yogurt. I don't know. I'm with Sausage Swiper here. I think that's the best gig. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, Meat Hook's going fine as well. Like, he's eating the lamb. Mm. You know, sausages, lamb, or, you know, or you're licking spoons or bowls. No. Get the whole sausage. Don't have the little, like, scrap of sausage at the end of the, the meal. Just have the whole damn sausage. What are you doing? That's right. Don't lick a fucking bowl. Take that big turkey. <laughs> that is what it is there for. But, uh, yeah, they they are the Yule lads. So I look forward to uh, welcoming the, the lads of Yule over the next, you know, week or so. We're getting pretty close to Christmas now. So uh, I wouldn't have lamb if that sheep fucker's still hanging around. Well... No, absolutely not. Like, I mean, do you do you eat lamb at Christmas? Lamb's not traditionally a Christmas food, is it? I'd eat like any meat at any oh, time. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Christmas is ham and turkey, right? People are strange, though. People are strange. That that is. People like to break the rules and watch Die Hard. Oh yeah, but do people actually like to break the rules and watch Die Hard, or? Do they like to just get on the internet and say that they watch Die Hard? It's just say that Die Hard's their favourite Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do they turn on just like the first five minutes, take a photo of the opening titles and put it on Instagram and then turn it off? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that's going to be happening quite a lot over the next uh, next week or so. So that's uh, that's Christmas. Christmas episode done and dusted. The Yule Lads. I, I feel like... Uh... You know, there should be some lads for every month. I know, well, I imagine there probably is. Like, if we wanted to go back into uh, Norse mythology, I imagine there probably is a, a lad and ladette for every month. So that would be cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be good. I mean, I was thinking in the car on the way here, like, who would we fan cast as the Yule Lads? But it was just, it's just too difficult. Oh, yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, like, it's it's like... Uh, obviously, Jermaine Clement as the sheep coat clot well, obviously obviously <laughs> tell me not to generalize but 
it, it's the only yeah. option. Yeah. Um, what about Gully Glaw? Uh, Tom Gully... Green, because he will actually suck milk out of an udder. Oh, but no, it's it's sheep coat that suckles the ewes. Gully Gawk just eats, just drinks the milk. Yeah, from cows though. Yeah, but it's in a bucket. But yeah, it doesn't okay. have to be. Okay, okay, all right. We'll drink that fresh milk. Okay, for uh, Stubby, Stubby the pan scraper. He's abnormally sh- abnormally short. Yeah. So it's got to be like Danny DeVito or Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Danny DeVito would be funnier. I think Tom Cruise would um, take it far too seriously. Uh, little spoon liquor, the, the, the malnourished liquor. Maybe like a little scrawny sort of Steve Buscemi type. Could be. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Or, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Or I was thinking uh, Bill Nye. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. Pot scraper. Oh, pot liquor. Coming in there, licking the pot. I'm looking at this picture of him and I'm feeling it's a, it's, a, it's like an Ian McKellen. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's get an actor in here that can really act. Yeah, I mean, I feel like pot scraper slash pot liquor isn't the prime role. Like, he's not, he's not the prime Yule lad. Like, he's kind of the middle one that there's not a lot going on with him. So, yeah, let's give Ian McKellen. He can really bring some, you know, some characterization to pot liquor. Yeah. Uh, so, bowl liquor hides under the bed and licks your bowl. He's a bit of a fatty on this one. Yeah. He's fat. <laughs> I, oh, look. Um, James Corden. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Door Slammer looks like a real crank. And we've got Ian McKellen there. So let's let's throw Patrick Stewart a bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, yep, then, yep. you know, they've got minor roles, but they'll be able to hang out yeah. uh, backstage. Now there's this guy that eats a lot of yogurt. Hmm. Jeff well, Goldblum. Yeah. Because it, it's weird. It's eccentric. And he's going to be what like... What about no? He's, he's going to be taking a spoon of it and, and talking about how delicious it is. And that will just be instantly hilarious because it's Jeff Goldblum. Okay. All right. All right. I was... I was Thinking something else, but I feel like it may work for, like, Sausage Swiper. No, this is a big one. This is important, Sausage Swiper. I feel like... This see, is a plum roll. See, I was thinking for, for, for Skier Gobbler, like, what about what about Michael Shannon? And he's eating the yogurt, and he's, like, maintaining really upsetting eye contact while he's eating the yogurt. And then Jeff Goldblum could be Sausage Swiper. Like, he could steal your sausages, but he'd be just so fucking charming and, and disarming about it that you'd give him these sausages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Sausage Swiper looks a little bit uh, hardcore here. I was thinking, like, an Ian McShane. Oh, okay. But what about Ian McShane for Meat Hook, though? Oh, okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so, uh, Dirty Window Peeper. Johnny Depp. Oh, God, yes. He has to be in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Contractually, he does have to be so, in, uh, in every film. You're I, right. That, that's the role for him, for sure. Yeah, okay. Door, Door sniffer. sniffer. That, that's a good uh, role for Bashimi. Yeah, no, he can't He can't double up. Oh, did he double up? I didn't think Yeah, Bashimi was the um, spoon licker. I thought he replaced him with Bill Nye. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, Bill... Um, but... Isn't that that he has a huge nose? Though I guess they could just have a massive pros- prosthetic, prosthetic on yeah. Steve Buscemi's yeah. uh, sunken face. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Okay, okay, so... Meat Hook was Ian McShane. Meat Hook was definitely Ian McShane. Uh, candle stealer. Who's going to chomp on some candles? Yeah, this, like you said, this this is like a pretty rude. Yeah. What, what this person's doing. Like, this is a pretty 
nasty, nasty prick. Mm, unlike it's Christmas Eve, you're gathering around with the family. You light a few candles because you like to see people. I, I hear that that's a, a plus when you're hanging out with, with your family. What about Dustin Hoffman? And then he can hang out with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, maybe. What if they have, like... Hmm. I was thinking of who else has been, like, gross over the last couple of months. But, God, there's so many options. Um, yeah, yeah, Hoffman sounds... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think, um, uh, Candle Stealer. I, th- I think Candles, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking of, um, uh, Hanukkah. Yeah. You know, just Dustin Hoffman. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I okay. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, there we go. Oh, look, if that's not good enough, what about, like, an Ed Norton or something? Yeah. You know, he likes to get into a, into a role. Yeah, or like like Christian Bale will just like oh Christian Bale will fucking love it. He would method the sh- he would like yeah. eat five hundred candles to get into yeah, the mindset. To, give it to Christian Bale. Yeah, he would. He'll he'll wear the makeup. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just like you know he he won't be able to come out of his trailer one day because he's so constipated from eating so many candles. And then Grilla with the cat. That's obvious. The tanker's area. Mm-hmm. He was he was so good at Gargamel, and <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. just the same thing. Yep. Yeah. They even get Azrael to play the cat. Yeah. Easy. Easy. They come as a pair. Yeah. Like Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking movie, Hollywood. Yeah. And um, Harvey Weinstein produce it. Oh, perfect. And Brett Ratner <laughs> <laughs> chip in on the financing. Uh, yeah. And uh, directed by Brian Singer. Easy done. <laughs> the Yule lads. <laughs> the Yule lads coming to a cinema near you. Really? It's all just a bit of boys being mischievous. Oh God, isn't it? it is, isn't it? You know, like oh. you can't you can't blame them. It's Fine. it's just their troll DNA. That took a dark turn. <laughs> um, and with that dark turn, I think we have Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we we have ticked over the uh, the half hour of our half hour history and. That is us done. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas to all. Uh, as, God as... bless us, everyone. Yeah, I mean, not everyone. My, yeah. Like... Not you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> not, definitely not Johnny Depp. You can be in the film, but we don't want to have to hang out with you. As always, you can come and see us at fruitlesspursuits.com to see the uh, previous episodes of this show, previous episodes of all the other shows that are going on, FPCast, Dungeons and Drongos, and you can also come and join us on Facebook in the discussion group. And uh, let us know who you would fan cast in the Yule Lad movie, but mm, I don't think you're going to be able to do better than us, frankly. Yeah, I think we nailed it. Though, if you want to put um, little headshots of our cast <laughs> all together, uh, that would be pretty good too. And uh, yes, and Dungeons and Drongos also has a Christmas special, so um, that's two part. That's three hours of Christmas to tide you over the Christmas break. You'll tide you over, so um, please uh, check that out. Yeah. So uh, it's have called a... Deep Dickens. Oh Jesus! <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, half hour history will be back sometime next year. I don't know when. At some point when I get around to it. Uh, I've started to sort of nut out a few ideas for for episodes, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll bust, la- bust a nut out. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll keep you updated when uh, when things are going on. But uh, you know, don't don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, she says this, but 
then you got this unexpected gift, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do never know. But uh, we'll see you sometime next year. Have a good Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, don't drink too much. Uh, do eat too much because that is the reason for the season. And we will see you around. Badonkadonk. Mm-hmm.